Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, where you can use promo code DNVR to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet this Sunday. That's code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. I am Patrick Lyons. I'm Susie Hunter. You know what? We had a game today, but most importantly, it was Tovar Day. It was a good day. Could have been better if we saw him play. But I'm still vibing right now over yeah. the top Rockies infield prospect getting promoted. Finally, got we got to see the baby today. The we'll baby, talk about that. The new baby. We will talk about the new baby. We'll get to that today. But, uh, <laughs> of course, we'll start with Thursday's unfortunate loss to the San Francisco Giants. They lose 3-0. Mm-hmm. They did get 10 hits. Actually, only the second time in team history where they were held scoreless despite getting 10 or more hits at home. 2005 was the last and only other time that that happened. So we still witness history, mm-hmm. uh, not, not still, the Tovar history. We still we got history. When you told me this when we were leaving the ballpark, I said the Rockies keep it fresh by giving us new ways to lose a game. So congratulations to the Colorado Rockies. <laughs> yeah, the loss on Thursday uh, does mean they were swept at the hands of the Giants, the rather large hands of the Giants because because Giants they're have giants. big hands. I, that's well known. We all know that. The most giant giant uh, got sent back down to AAA, so that's unfortunate. Sean Jelly. Jelly. That's it. Sean Jelly uh, did. Charlie Blackman even said, like, they sent that guy down, I guess, because he was doing so well. Uh, so that didn't make sense. But, yeah, unfortunately, with the four-game sweep, that very much puts in jeopardy the hunt for 69. Yeah. Because I had the Rockies down for two wins in this series. To get them to 70. And that was too generous of you. You do that math, that gives them 68. 
Not good. They've got to make up at least one game here. I already have them taking two out of three from the Padres. That could be hard now. Yeah. Uh, and I only have them at going uh, two and seven in the final nine in California. So they could maybe make one up there, but that one win against the Dodgers may already be somewhat generous. It's quite, it, it, it's a little unlikely. Yeah. And the Giants, you know, they had just been swept at home. I think they had lost nine of their last 13 coming into the series. Monday was the game where that really could have changed the dynamics of this entire series. What was so interesting about Thursday's game is the Giants went back to the well again. And I don't know if the Rockies have ever encountered this before. They started, they had another bullpen day. Yeah, the two bullpen days this series. And uh, I was... Is that a thing that they do a lot and I just haven't noticed? Or Well, Brebbia, this was his eighth time, eighth time opening the game. And it was actually his second time in the series. So he started on Tuesday as well. That is very much a rarity. In fact, very strange. in the Giants' very long history, I think it's only happened eight other times uh, and or by eight other players. It, it's, it's very rare to say the least. It did happen last year with Dominic Leone for the Giants. That was also an opener situation. Mm-hmm. But previously, the last true starting pitcher to start twice in three days was uh, in the 69 season by a man named <laughs> Gaylord Perry. Hall of Famer. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Susie, I, I want to know from you. So what are your thoughts on, and I don't know how you could even possibly regulate this, but mm-hmm. uh, from someone who watches the, the the game that you do from a lot of different perspectives and you do a good job at that, Thank you. do you think bullpen days should be banned? Is, is this something that Major League Baseball should worry about? Should they do something about? W- what is your thought in, in watching a bullpen day where it seems like every inning somebody new comes out, there's, there's no real starting pitcher to grab your attention and say, hey, it's this mm-hmm. guy versus this guy. What's your thoughts on on that. Well, yeah, I don't think you could. I don't even know how you could possibly enforce banning a bullpen day. I guess, yeah. you know, you need them every once in a while. Things happen. But like if that's part of your regular routine, that's annoying. So seeing two of them, I was just like, OK, I'm bored. Yeah. Two, two in one series. I was quite bored. But I don't know. Yeah. How would you enforce that? How would you? It's weird. Yeah, I (laughs) don't don't know how you would. I mean, you you typically almost have to have a a certain number of like, uh, you know, turning the unwritten rules into something written of, you know, your your starting pitcher has to go at least two or three innings. Or if you do take him out before, you know, he's done with two innings, either has to be an injury or, you know, has to be a certain stat line or a Mm -hmm. certain amount of runs. Or again, it just has to, you know, clear a certain protocol just so it's, again, those things happen where a guy just can't get out of the first inning or second mm-hmm. or third, whatever it is. But if you're going out and you're starting a guy for the second time in three days and you're just throwing bodies out there, you know, you would think there would be, uh, you know, some advantage because some of those guys in that bullpen, Shelby Miller was in the Giants bullpen where that's a, that's a name. That's a blast from the past. And, uh, and, and Rockies didn't have to face him, but nevertheless, Giants just picked up Jarrell Cotton, and then here he is throwing, uh, you know, two two innings and change against the Rockies. So Jose Urania, though, he was really solid again, and uh, he was not our DraftKings Sportsbook king of the game, but certainly factored in on that a little bit. He did end, end up giving up uh, two runs uh, on seven hits, wasn't able to get the full quality start there as mm-hmm. uh, he was removed uh, for Justin Lawrence there in the sixth, walked one. Struck out six, gave up the run in the first, struck out three in a row at one point, did a lot of gangly running uh, and at different points. <laughs> like the motion that you're Nearly doing right collided now. with Ryan McMahon for what's felt like the seventh time this year. This time McMahon was at second base and they almost collided He's on the ball. He's always bumping into people. Yeah. But Can, does he not have good peripheral vision with those cheekbones of his? 
Could he's be got good cheekbones. Could be. He's got long hair. I have that uh, a peripheral issue. If my hair gets down in my face, even with a hat on, he could be suffering from that too. Wow, you guys go through so much. I'm so his, sorry. His running style, uh, I wouldn't say he's like a sprinter or a long distance runner. Runner. He's he's akimbo. That's his style because arms and legs are just flailing about <laughs> akimbo, and that that would be his running style. But he was he was really solid today. He was solid. This I feel like. We hear Buddy say this all the time after a game, but whenever a guy doesn't give up that many hits but still loses, he's like, well, like, you know, guys pitch just like this and win games here. It all just True. depends on what what everyone else is doing. Yeah, only one other guy has ever pitched, you'd have to think, somewhat that well and just didn't get the the run support, right? Yeah. Again, only the second time, no runs, 10 hits. Over his last five starts, he has a sub-4 ERA, which has uh, been, been pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Against the NL West this year, 4.56 ERA. So for a guy they, you know, they really just picked up off the scrap heap, he's provided a lot of really solid innings for them. Say what you will. Maybe there are some younger guys in the minors you want to see. Or we're still waiting to see Noah Davis. More right? Like Poor no- guy. He, I think he was warming up a couple of times. Still has not... Taking the field, taking the mound. Wednesday night, Wednesday night, he was warming up. Was Noah warming Davis, up, yeah. we're like Noah debut. We're waiting. <laughs> Come on, give him okay. an opportunity. Uh, hasn't received a lot of run support. Twenty-one runs of support across his fifteen starts with the Rockies. Uh, received one or fewer runs in ten of those starts. So, hey, that's uh, that's just one of those things that happens, unfortunately. But Jose Urania, he's been really solid. He's he's kind of almost picked up where Chad Cool left off yeah. uh, during the first half of the season. Which oh. is a little bit of a surprise, I would say. I'm, I'm quite surprised by that, too, for yeah. sure. Uh, but let's uh, tip our cap to the DraftKings Sportsbook, king of the game, first baseman, rookie, former yard goat, former isotope, <laughs> Michael Tolia. Michael Tolia, two for four, unassisted double play. He's our king of the game. It was a pretty quiet game. To be fair, but it's we had a lot of rookies out there today too. Was it five rookies out there today? Great point. Five rookies uh, at the bottom of the lineup, batting fifth through ninth. Of course, a lot of bullpens out there. Uh, rather, a lot of relievers out in the bullpen. Yeah. I told you, if I if I, if I have a slip of the tongue and I misspeak, I'm a little sleep deprived <laughs> right now. I asked Buddy the other night about a home run that didn't even exist. Wait, that was actually so funny, too, because he brought it up the next day and was just like, what the heck are you talking about? Yeah, we brought it up again today, but I saved myself <laughs> because of uh, something we'll get to in our next segment about Ezekiel Tovar, a wonderful fun fact. So I think I'm I think I'm back to, to 500. I think I might get put back in the lineup by Buddy here. I got DFA'd. You did. I did, and that's very unfortunate. But you know what? We'd still love to have you down in, in AAA. <laughs> Um, so we don't want to totally part ways with you. We want to keep you in the system. We just think we can sneak you through there on waivers. Um, but yeah, uh, we saw Justin Lawrence come in, Yeah, Chad Smith. So, I mean, ultimately you had, uh, six of the 10 guys in the lineup. If you include the pitcher with the DH out there as rookies, uh, there are currently 12 now with Tovar. We'll get to him. Ezekiel Tovar getting activated, promoted to the big, uh, big league roster. 12 of the 28 guys on the roster are rookies we've seen so nine debuts <laughs> eight debuts and sorry to keep track now i think eight debuts tover and or davis will be nine yes. and ten uh so we're we're definitely approaching uh franchise history with all of these young guys you know uh, making is, their debut and, and being out there on the what field what is the record 
The other night I was told by someone that there are were 12 debuts, like rookie, like not, so th- this is another part of the uh, the, the debate. Uh-huh. A square is a rectangle, but a rectangle is not a square. Well said. Thank you. A You can debut and be a rookie, but if you're a rookie, it doesn't mean you had your debut That's in that year. Mm-hmm. Like Trejo, he's mm-hmm. a rookie. He debuted last year. Justin Lawrence, he's mm-hmm. a rookie. He debuted last year. So not every rookie had you know their debut. Mm-hmm. So while there might be 12 rookies on the roster right now, that doesn't mean there were 12 debuts. You also have a guy like Wynn Bernard mm-hmm. who made his debut and is a rookie but isn't currently on the active roster. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll have a whole PowerPoint presentation kind of connecting all the dots yes. for you to figure out who is what and where and if they've debuted. Uh, but we're definitely approaching that too, Davis. Tovar, mm-hmm. we'll kind of kick that up, and those will probably be the last two. Uh, as Riley Pint, uh, he's he's still. I think he's been shut down from from what I've heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he did uh, have a little bit of an injury that sidelined him. Maybe he would have debuted, but uh, it seems like uh, he would have been shut down. Now the know. the offense, <laughs> man, it was really uh, disappointing. I think they hit into four double plays today. Felt like there was a lot more than that. They had doubles to lead off the inning in back-to-back frames with Servin Mm -hmm. uh, in the sixth, Charlie Blackman in the seventh, and then, you know, Blackman, he was going on the pitch, so he had a double play on a fly ball out. But Servin's on second base, and he got three fly ball outs. Could not manufacture a run whatsoever. That was obviously disappointing. And then the second, fourth, and eighth, you had a leadoff hit. Nothing came of it. So... Uh, that was uh, super disappointing. Almost similar in a way to what happened on Wednesday night. Another loss, six-one. Uh, but the Rockies were able to avoid the shutout. Big home run yes. by L.A. Harris Montero. It was good to see him uh, hit his sixth home run. Yeah, that sounds right. But ish. I can't trust you. Sixth-ish. Yeah, <laughs> we're exactly. We're in that ballpark. We're in that I'm ballpark. not off by five. I'll say that. <laughs> I am in the ballpark when it comes to him hitting out of the ballpark. And also on Wednesday's game, we we really lucked out. Think about it. When we came to the ballpark on Wednesday, again, when it's when there's rain in the forecast and you're looking ahead to the next day and you're like, oh, man, we might not get this game in on Wednesday. We might have two games on Thursday. We might not get those in. I was stressed. You will take a one-hour rain delay. And that's mm-hmm. what we got on Wednesday. One hour, and we were okay. five minutes. And it we was, were okay. Yeah, yeah, we were okay. It's a rough, disappointing game. We almost got no hit. Yeah. Thank God Sean Bouchard broke up the no-hitter. He so did. In the sixth inning? In the sixth inning? Yeah. Yep, that was nice. That was, I, long, that was a long time. I was getting concerned, actually. Yeah, Webb Web didn't end up staying in the game much longer than that. He had, In mm-hmm. fact, he was he was done that inning, so he didn't even get a quality start. And, you know, he, he had himself a, a no-hitter going there. He was <laughs> lights. I think he only threw 65 pitches. So uh, he was really dominant. I'm not sure why they, they scaled back on him. That was that was half of a, of a bullpen day, if you want to count it. Yeah, Bouchard mm-hmm. felt pretty good. I talked to him uh, before the game today. Uh, and he's like, yeah, you know, we, we, we talk about it, you know, just putting those good at-bats together. And that's the thing is that the result isn't necessarily – uh, indicative of a performance because a hit just means, you know, it it you hit them where the guy what where they ain't right. Mm-hmm. Like we Willa Keeler says, hit them where they ain't. That's it. You can hit a ball, you know, 105 miles an hour. You can get yourself a barrel and it just lands in a mitt. You did you did your job, but it didn't produce a hit. That's one of the unfortunate things. So mm-hmm. uh, nice job by Bouchard there. Defense was really bad. Uh, they had f- errors in four straight games going back to that Sunday game uh, in Chicago, which they did win. They didn't make an error, I believe, on today. No, I thought Trejo did make an error. No, we didn't have any errors today. 
Okay, I think maybe Trejo uh, wasn't able to, to to get a double play going mm-hmm. there. I know uh, Hampson had an issue at one point there, uh, but yeah, no no error on Thursday. Uh, and we had we had an error, another one of those errors. It happened to Ryan McMahon earlier this year. I was year. hoping it was a once a in a very lifetime error, <laughs> unfair error. That was less than a month ago, I think. It was and not it that long again. ago. It, yeah, so a ball went through CJ Crone's glove, just right boom. through it. Well, you know why. Because Mercury's in retrograde. Obviously. Obviously. Yeah, we were this is it. textbook Mercury stuff. We were thinking it. Yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a double play there. That probably would have taken two runs off the board from Marquez, who uh, was fine. He sounded okay after the game because he knows that, you know what, hey, I, my stuff was working. I was doing well. Did give up three earned runs, four overall, but three were earned mm-hmm. uh, in five innings pitched and uh, had a great line, a, a Yogi line, a Casey Stengel-esque. Okay. line where he said you know in, in talking about the the errors uh the two on the night on wednesday two botched double plays by trejo and, and hampson he said i don't believe in bad luck or i don't believe in luck but i had bad luck <laughs> and, and and that was true i liked that i liked that he said that it was oh, that was, was so funny. true of what happened uh, uh crone uh had, had another hand injury if you will uh yeah. same hand it was his mitt ball went through it and then later on did get hit by a pitch uh, but Black said, you know, the Rockies ultimately dodged uh, a bullet there. Mm-hmm. Uh, x-rays were negative, so he's kind of day-to-day. We'll wait and see what happened. Tolly was over at first base today. Uh, and we hope he can come back because he's sitting at 29 home runs now. He has got the 101 RBI. You want him to get to 30 so he can match what Nolan Arenado was able to do uh, in 2019. Uh, currently right now, only four players in all baseball have 29 homers and 100 RBI. Two of them are battling for the Triple Crown in each respective league, Aaron Judge and Paul Goldschmidt. Uh, don't forget uh, Pete Alonzo as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think Kyle Tucker is now on that list. I think he's uh, gotten his name on that as well. So uh, we hope Chrome can come back so that he can definitely uh, be a part of that 3100 club that has really evaded the Rockies in the last couple seasons. For sure, yeah. he's. I think he's going to get it done. Yeah. I think he's he's got it in him. I mean, just just that one swing. Just that, one swing. That's all swing. it takes. And he's he's going to be in L.A. at Dodger Stadium. Uh as are you. As am I, yes. As are you. I that don't know if we've gotten correct. around that entirely. Um, <laughs> yeah, we have not talked about it yet at all. But, but you can have a Kurt Gibson-type swing. Uh, I mean, you'd rather have no legs and, and a strong wrist to be able to hit that home run. But if anyone can hit a home run with a bad hand, uh, I, I think it could be him. And if anyone can throw a tailgate, it's DNVR. you got to get your tickets over at the DNVR bar. <laughs> Uh, you can get your tickets online actually at dnvrlocker.com if you're a member. Only 50 cents for that first month. If you want an annual membership, you get a free shirt from dnvrlocker.com. But you get price breaks on the tailgates when we do party buses. Uh, of course, you can do that. Access to our members-only Discord. So when we have a wonderful a gathering like we did on Tuesday night for $1 thanks to game time, yes. we'll let you know about it in the members-only Discord. It was great to see uh, so many of our members out there for that. And you also get 15% off here at the bar when you come and hang out when you're a member. So uh, you can't beat that. We're, we're the goats of tailgating, but uh, yeah. the goats of television, Evoca TV. Yes, there we go. E-V-O-C-A dot TV slash Colorado 10. That's where you want to go so that you can get $10 off a package that's going to hook you up with all of Denver sports. You're going to get Altitude Sports, AT&T Sportsnet. So, of course, 
You're getting our guy Drew Goodman in the Rockies. You also get the DNVR Sports Channel. NFL Network is there. Crystal Clear HD, all while using less bandwidth. 60 entertainment channels. It's the ultimate game viewing zone. Uh, you can also get a discounted Sling TV bundle on top of that. And maybe the best feature, in my opinion, because again, it's good that you can have the hand, uh, the, the channels. It's like a, it's like a reservation. You're gonna take the reservation, but can you keep it? Can you actually use it? Well, look, if you've got all these channels, but you can only watch it at home, that only serves so much of a purpose. Mm-hmm. You can use Avaca.tv slash Colorado Ten from your phone, your laptop, your tablet. You can't beat that. It's only twenty five dollars a month plus plus a five dollar receiver right now. And again, you're gonna get ten dollars off per month for your first three months to score the deal at evaca.tv slash Colorado 10. No contracts, no catches. Evaca is TV made for champions of the remote. Click. Click. That's that's a a clicker. People call them that. They do. Do you know people who call them that? I feel like my grandparents called it that. I barely know people who even have clickers anymore. (laughs) I barely know people, let alone. Uh, But I know the people down at Breckenridge Brewery, uh, and they are bringing... Some wonderful people right into their own confines. In fact, uh, we've got a cool event going on on Friday. We want to invite everybody down to I think it starts at 3 o'clock at the farmhouse Definitely in Definitely an event you want to go to. And we're just going to leave it at that? And we're going to leave it at that. But you, you want, you to, you be want there. to be there. No, but like you want to be there. There's, there's something special happening. You want to be there. We can't tell you what. But it's pretty big. And you want to be there. And you want to be there. You want to be there. You want to be there. All right. They also (laughs) go over to breckbrew.com to find a beer locator there uh, where you can get your Broncos Country Pale Ale. It's their time now. Uh, Avalanche, they had their time with the Avalanche Ale. Um, I don't know. Maybe they'll still have a time. Uh, You want to be there. You just want to be there. Uh, (laughs) But check it out. It's the hometown craft beer of the Denver Broncos. Of Denver. It's the Broncos Country Pale Ale, show off that colorful Colorado legacy with the Orange Crush logo and 100% Colorado ingredients, your go-to all for football season. It's what we got at the tailgate, too. Yo, we have the best tailgates. We do. It's popping off. Mile high sliders. We can't say enough about that. I can't say enough about Ezekiel Tovar. Yes. It is time. It is time. I didn't know that we would get it this season, and we have it after just five games at AAA. Tovar has arrived in Colorado. He did it. And uh, it was such an exciting morning. It, yeah, last night was uh, when, or just before the game, that was when the buzz started. The buzz. Susie, you activated your, uh, you know, the, the thing you do, checking every airline. <laughs> I think you get the, the passenger the tickets. <laughs> yeah, you know, you, you've got your sources to go in, find yeah. out when he's going to arrive, this, that, and the other. Uh, he actually arrived this morning from a flight from Houston. Isotopes were down uh, in Sugarland, just outside of Houston, uh, the Astros AAA affiliate there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I'm not really sure to begin. I I think we should almost tell his life story in many ways for anyone who doesn't know and isn't already hyped for the top infield prospect for the Colorado Rockies. Colorado still has a way to go before we are looking at them and thinking about them and talking about them as a postseason contender. But this is one of those dominoes that you line up and say, well, he's going to be here for six more years. Yeah. Like he's not going to be a free agent until after the 2028 season. Mm-hmm. 2028 20, season. Goosebumps. That's right a long now. time. That is you a got long your Tolia. You got your Montero. We know Zach Veen is coming. Benny Montgomery, who has the highest ceiling of all of those guys, maybe the lowest floor. But Drew Romo, so many young pitchers. And frankly, 
you know, once some of these veteran guys end up leaving, you know, there's going to be some money on the books. Mm-hmm. Not a ton because we know they locked up Sinzatella, Freeland, uh, Chris Bryant. Chris but Bryant, we have still him for money. the next 50 years, right? There's still money like that. to be spent. Yes. Uh, but it helps when you got these young guys not making a ton. So this is the start of the next generation mm-hmm. of postseason Rockies. Yes. Like Ezekiel Tovar will be going to the postseason with the Colorado Rockies. And I don't think it's going to be in that 2028 year. I think it'll be (laughs) a little bit before that. So he signs out of Venezuela at 16 years old and hearing Bill Schmidt talk about it, like it kind of puts it in perspective, you know, what it, what it's like when you're an international player getting signed at 16 years old. Yeah. Yeah. It was, he meant also mentioned that it was like, you know, going to the local middle school (laughs) and looking for the best player at the local middle school. But yeah, he mentioned that they've had this, They've had their eye on him since he was like 12, since yeah. before he was a teenager even. Crazy. Yeah. And, and that might sound weird to some, but like that is the practice, you know, because they can can be signed by 16. So yeah. you don't want to show up on their doorstep when they're 15 and a half years old and say, hey, so we're really interested in you. You know, you, you lay the groundwork and yeah. Rolando Fernandez uh, does a wonderful job there for the, the Rockies uh, International Scouting Department. Uh, sign him at 16. And then one of my favorite wrinkles to all of this is plays in the Dominican Summer League, does a really nice job. And at 17 years old, in 2019, they say, let's go ahead and let's bring you over here to the States. And 17 is actually you know, pretty young. There's a lot of guys will come over at 19, 20, 21. Yeah. Uh, 19 is still on the younger side. You look at all the guys that are in low A, Fresno this year, Yankee El Fernandez, Adiel Amador, 19 years old. So young. He came over at 17. And the lowest rung on the Rockies uh, affiliates at that time was Grand Junction, the Grand Junction Rockies. And he couldn't play there because he was only 17 years old. Colorado <laughs> labor law said he can't play there at 17. So they actually put him just a, you know, a one level higher in, in Boise. And then once he turned 18 in August, they sent him to, to Grand Junction, but he played well there uh, at Boise in the Northwest League. So that's just one of those funny wrinkles uh, so in, funny. in his legendary story. Uh, overall, 2021, after the pandemic season, he puts on a little bit more muscle. Mm-hmm. He really jumps on the scene. And again, last season, folks, he started in low A Fresno. So all of those guys that won a championship this year, or rather at least had the best record overall in uh, the California League, you can start hoping that maybe, just maybe, you could see them this time late next year. I mean, that's almost all of their top prospects. Yeah. You go, they could all be here at some mm-hmm. form or fashion. It's going to happen that quickly. It's not going to seem this quickly. And a year from now, we're going to go, that was a difficult season. But it's we're still on the upswing. <laughs> it's going to be two, three more years until we get all the way under the top of that peak. Yes. But I think it's starting, no? It's definitely starting. We are climbing up the mountain. Climbing up the mountain. Absolutely. It's you know, crazy how fast he's moved up, though. Yeah. Yeah, he does really well in Fresno, goes up to Spokane, has a little bit of difficulty, plays in the Arizona Fall League, got to see him play uh, last year, uh, spoke with him just a little bit, uh, good friends with uh, Michael Tolia. Yeah, we saw them. Yep. I loved seeing Tovar walk in, because we were all just like in the clubhouse waiting, we're like, okay, where is he? We haven't seen him yet. And then he arrives, and he gets all the hugs, and of course, I think Tolia was the first person to just, yep. oh, no, no, wait. Jose Iglesias was. He's always the first one to get He's a hug. He's always but, the I mean, first one to hug everyone. But they weren't even teammates technically before, so we're not going to count that one. Yes. You're but right. of course, Tolia and Tovar, they have kind of been on similar timelines the past couple of seasons, so they're good friends. Oh, yeah. It was nice to see them hug each other, and I'm like, okay, he's here. 
They're good He's buddies. Here, let's to- go. Tolia Tovar. They are buddies. They are loyal to one each other. So it, it really, really disproves the theory. These toes are loyal. To- These Tovar toes, and, oh and Tolia. Gosh. These toes are loyal. Uh, so he, uh, you know, struggles a little bit in Arizona Fall League, but shows what he can do. Again, he is a premier defensive shortstop. That's his big calling card. The bat is the thing that needs to develop. It's still developing. It's still improving. And it, it's it's getting good. It's getting mm-hmm. there. Uh, that won't be there yet. The defense will be there. In spring training, he's ultimately their best player. You know, hits 550, two doubles, three homers, uh, and is awarded the, the team MVP for spring training. It's the Abby Greer Award. Um, and again, you know, he didn't face all big leaguers during that time. Some double A, some triple A guys. But overall... He really impressed Bud Black and the coaches at spring training. Oh, for sure. I mean, they haven't been able to say enough about him. But I'm, yeah. But yeah. They're holding back. Like, cause, cause, you know, you, you don't want to not set him up for failure, but you don't want to go, yep, nope, you know, Troy Tulitsky and Trevor Story. Uh, well, Ezekiel Tovar is going to be just as good. That's, you're almost going to jinx him if you do something like that. So you yeah. definitely don't want to do that. Uh, he starts this year at double A. With the Yard Goats. And I mean, you know, you talked with Jeff Dooley about it. Yes. Uh, it's one of the reasons why you got to be subscribing to the DNVR Rockies podcast uh, or watching us on uh, our YouTube channel, DNVR Sports. You can actually go back and listen to those interviews anytime Jeff Dooley's on. Yes. You know Susie's there talking with him, getting the lowdown. He led the Eastern League in so many of, uh, of the great uh, offensive categories. Not bad for a ultimately a pitcher's league, a pitcher-heavy league. Uh, he was really solid, 318. 13 homers. I think he stole 17 bases, 47 RBI in mm-hmm. 66 games. Uh, absolutely fantastic until you hold your breath and you go, not an injury. Yes. And then that's, of course, what we saw. But he's in good company with the type of injury that he had. He had that groin injury that even I learned a little bit about when we were talking to Bill Schmidt. <laughs> yeah. And he told us that he learned a lot about it this year, too. That muscle that I guess connects the—it's like a pelvic impingement leg. or something. Yeah, I don't know the proper name. You know, they just call it a groin injury, but it's a pelvic thing. I don't necessarily know if it's a tendon or a muscle. We we haven't got a chance to to catch up with Keith uh, Duggar there to find out the the specifics of of what that is. But yeah. uh, it's one where you either need surgery, like Trotulowitzki needed, or if it gets too bad, if yeah. it gets too bad, right? If it if it tears, that wasn't the case. Thankfully, that's why we're able to see Tovar. Uh, but this this afflicted Nolan mm-hmm. story. Brendan Rodgers had that. Colton Welker even. So uh, that's been one of those things. And uh, as you said, yeah, he was great uh, for five games there in AAA. Hit 333. Had his first AAA home run. Mm-hmm. And uh, and similar to Michael Tolia, you know, a short stay at Albuquerque. Boom. You're up at the show. This was an exceptionally short stay. I mean, yeah. at least Tolia got a few weeks. Yeah. far was there for five days. That's it's so true. crazy. It's true. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when, when he debuts, like to give you an idea how young this guy is, when he debuts tomorrow, Friday, you got to think, right? It better be. What are we waiting it for? It better be Friday. What are we waiting for? <laughs> what the frick are we waiting for here? <laughs> um, he will be the youngest position player in franchise history, let that sink in. The 30-year history of the Colorado Rockies, guys who put their mitt on, go out to the field, pick up a bat to step in the batter's box, nobody will be younger than Ezekiel Tovar. The record was yeah. previously Roberto Mejia, also 21 years old, uh, 92 days. Rafael Ortega was a young guy. And again, you're like, I don't really know those names. That's okay. Yeah, They, they didn't have big, long careers. Tovar will... It, look, I'm not. I'm not uh, talking out of school and, and being uh, uh, 
too much of a hype train here to say that he will easily have a better career than Rafael Ortega and Roberto Mejia. Um, uh, I'm going to knock on wood on that one. I'm, I'm good. I'm super <laughs> confident. Roberto Mejia, you know, he played for three years, part of the original club there uh, mm-hmm. in 1993. So that was uh, as an expansion club. Uh, not the youngest player. It would be the third youngest overall. He had two pitchers uh, who were younger. Uh, Marcos Carvajal, Carvajal was at 20 years old. Rest in peace, unfortunately. And mm-hmm. uh, Miguel Castro, who's still playing in the league and is still like super young. Maybe he's 28. He came over in the Troy Tulowitzki deal. But he's super, super young. So young that uh, when he got his call up, he was doing something that you know I think young twenty-one-year-old people do a lot. He was shopping with his wife. Well, when you throw the wife part in, that totally makes me sound like a boob. He was shopping for his nephews. Eh, even then, I do a lot of twenty-one-year-old people have nephews. I don't know where you're going with this. Then well, it was just the shopping. I just he I was think twenty-one-year-olds be shopping. He was out at the store. He was out at the store. Also. Before this, I did not even realize that he had a wife. He's been married for about eight months. Yeah. I think a lot of us were surprised. Like, oh my gosh, but he's so young. I think he's, yeah. I, I forget what he said if he was been with his wife for five years. Seven years. It was I seven. I think it was, yeah, it was seven I'm sure years. It was five it was or a seven. Long time. So they've, yeah. they've been, they've known each other for a very long time. They got married yeah. eight months ago. That's awesome. She's up here. She was here. It sounds like she was at the game today. Yeah. And, and we also learned out that Tovar was at some other games this year, yeah, we just, had no idea that Tovar was, was in the ballpark with us. So he was up in Colorado during <laughs> Snuck in. for a couple of weeks during his rehab and watched a couple of games at Coors Field. And this was news to all of us. We're like what? All right, like, where wait, were you, you sitting? Were, you were here. What was going this on? This recent injury. Like yeah. we just like could not wrap our heads around it. Yeah, but but even still, when we talked to him, he had taken a couple of ground balls out on the field, and his eyes popped and was like, "Yeah, this." This place is pretty big. It's a big field. It's pretty big. It's a big field. I, I think he'll be fine. I think he'll yeah. be ready for the moment. You know, Buddy even said, you know, he talked a lot this season uh, and, and always about having that slower heartbeat, right? Just mm-hmm. being calm, being confident, you know, but but he also has an intensity about him, he said. So, you know, they're 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 pumping the brakes on trying to be overly praiseworthy. But if you're listening, you know, they're trying to be calm, but you can hear the words. Like you you don't use certain words to describe a guy that like, hey, he did his job down in AAA. He deserves this opportunity. We'll see what happens. There's uh, there, there's more in, intense and more impactful words to describe mm-hmm. you know, his poise uh, and his potential and all of those things that he projects to be because he's 21. He looks like a 21-year-old. He does. <laughs> he looks like he he's really 21. He does. He's t- like tall <laughs> and he's kind of lanky and he's got a trendy haircut. He does. He's got the Francisco Lindor haircut, which is was one of you know his favorite guys of recent uh, vintage. Uh, did say that you know Jeter and Omar Vizquel, uh, uh, mm-hmm. his 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 uh, nation mate. No, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, they're both from Venezuela. His co- fellow countrymen. Countrymen. That would be <laughs> is the that word. the word you were looking for? <laughs> yeah, that was the word. Not nation mate. Nation Again, mate. I'm sleep deprived. I mean, you made your point. I got what you were saying. We're, follow- we're following you, Patrick. We're here. We get you. I just got Coors Fielded by, by saying maybe I've got maybe I've got Rocky Mountain fever. That's why uh, you know, I, I went with Nation Mate on that. But uh, you you will not have Rocky Mountain fever. The the cure for that, I think, is going to be pins and aces, the official garf- golf partner. Yes. And golf partner. Maybe official frolf partner. Kale, can you back that up? You're, you're our resident frolfer. Are pins and aces also froth friendly? Uh, pins and aces are everywhere friendly, so I would assume you can froth in them as well. 
I love that. I'm so glad that you can froth in them. Uh, we love our Pins and Aces gear. <laughs> Tons of compliments. Our guy Spence, of course, he rocks it nonstop. Yeah. When we were uh, up at the rooftop, uh, I, I almost fibbed and said a couple people went up to, or a few people went up. I only saw two. It wasn't like there was a crowd of people asking where he got his shirt and hat from. But there were two. I did see two. Yeah. Uh, it's a family-owned golf and apparel company right here in Colorado. They make amazing polos, hats, uh, golf bags, even a really cool beer sleeve. So you load it up with your Breck Brew, Broncos uh, Country Beer, uh, Avalanche Ale, whatever it is. It's an innovative product uh, that allows you to store seven beers right inside your golf bag. Keep drinks the entire round. Keeps them cold. Uh, check out Pins and Aces and use the code DNVR to receive 15% off your first order and get that free shipping. That's pinsandaces.com and I always ace the start of my day as do you Susie oh you know it athletic greens go to athleticgreens.com slash ROC first three letters of Rockies right athletic greens slash ROC to get a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D five free travel packs and and how is it going to change their life or how is it going to at least improve their life you know what it's such a great way to just kick off the day instead of you know first thing drinking a big old cup of coffee getting that big caffeine rush you are going to get hydrated you're going to get nutrients you're going to get good stuff for your gut health it just sets you up for success with a solid foundation that's what i love about it i have a confession to make i did something that i've never done before Uh oh and i i think athletic greens is gonna be upset for me saying this like oh you can't say that but i'm gonna say it i'm so curious i had had two packs of my travel pack of athletic greens this morning because i'm I'm sleep deprived you doubled up and i double because i'm like well uh, i don't have too much caffeine today Mm -hmm. so i had my one in the morning i waited an hour had another one and it kind of allowed me to postpone my cup of coffee even more so than that. It's actually fantastic news. So, yeah. Again, I don't get a buzz. It's, it, it doesn't give me like that same caffeine, you know, rip right away. But it just allowed me to, to start my day a little bit better because, you know, my body was didn't want to get up. It's no. Like, uh, but it was Tovar day, so I had to get up. Had to. Had to. We all had to drag our butts to the ballpark early. That's it. That's it. Because we had to see him. And then when he wasn't there, when we got there, it was just like, oh, no. But then he got there. It was fine. It, it's a good problem. <laughs> it's a good problem to have. It's just like, hey, I got problem. a good problem because I got my, my cabinet. I, I, I pre-order like crazy on my Athletic yes. Greens. It's a good thing that my cabinet stuffed. You can get your stuffed as well. Uh, at athleticgreens.com slash ROC, the first three letters of Rockies. Susie, I'm curious. Uh, do you know uh, who owns the Giants? Who owns well, not the, the Giants? Clearly not the Rockies after the four-game sweep. The Rockies do not. Maybe Charlie Blackman sometimes owns the Giants. Maybe he's a part owner. He's got 175 career hits. That's the most among active players. Yeah. Uh, he had a double today, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was one of the double plays. So mm-hmm. let's let's bump him up to 176. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, you know, I don't know if he, if he owns the Rockies, per se. I, I, I think in, in a way he does. Uh, if he had scored that run too, maybe that was one of the reasons why he was going on that pitch. He wanted to make sure he scored on a single. That would have given him 100 career runs scored against the Giants. Uh, only the second Rockies player of all time behind, of course, Todd Helton. But truly, uh, someone who does own the Rockies now, uh, no, owns the Giants. <laughs> I'm catching it before you. Are you sleep deprived too? Yes. No. Here, okay. Um, here's who also owns the Giants. Literally, Buster Posey. This- Gerald Dempsey Posey, it was announced on Wednesday, uh, becomes uh, one of the official 
primary partnership owners. I don't think he owns like you know fifty one percent, but the uh, the the primary ownership group he uh, they they welcomed them in. Is now the first former player of theirs to uh, to own the team. Gerald, that's good for him. You know, GD Posey. That's it. <laughs> Buster GD Posey. I'd go buy something else too if my name was Gerald. I think so. Now he's uh, he's no. owner Posey. That's it. That that's kind of strange. It does make you think. Like, all right, well, who's gonna? I'm I'm actually a little bit surprised Todd Helton uh, has never been. I'm not gonna say welcomed in because it's also a matter of maybe Todd Helton picked up the phone saying, "Hey, I actually want to own part of the Rockies." Why maybe he doesn't, doesn't want he, to? Why doesn't he? Might not. He? I couldn't imagine why. He enjoys staying in Tennessee, man. I, I think that's just his bag. So uh, that hasn't come to fruition. Charlie, I could see maybe wanting to get in on that that side of the business. Uh, mm-hmm. We know he's he's a businessman uh, at, at the heart of things. So so maybe Charlie is uh, is that first guy that does that. You know, Cargo uh, is a partial uh, owner, is a part of the ownership group of the Northern Colorado Owls. So he does yes. own part of a Colorado professional team that plays baseball here. Uh, but we'll wait and see if something like uh, that that does happen. I am I know personally I do not want to wait anymore to play the game that you've got in store for us. Yeah, we're gonna, I love our games. We're going to talk about Tovar again. So th- I think you're going to enjoy this one. So we've been talking about how young Ezekiel Tovar is. So this game is called, Is This Thing Older or Younger Than Ezekiel Tovar? Oh, can I... Wow, I like this. Yeah. I, thought that, I thought that was a pencil sharpener, but no, that was okay. We got no, an no. iPhone. If, if you're watching us on YouTube, you will see we've got an iPhone, which is younger than Ezekiel Tovar, and a, an iMac computer, which is older. older than Ezekiel Tovar. Yes, I remember that uh, being in Zoolander. Can I? Can I? Can I say one of the other interesting fun facts that I that I put out there on Twitter? Yeah. I mean, this, this could help people. Maybe. No, you can't, Patrick. Okay. Yes, you can. All right. Well, I, I don't. I don't. I want to skew the game at all for anyone playing at home. With, with this other fact that go, I don't no, just go, we're no, on the just, same page. No, yeah, the, more, the more, the merrier. Well, and of course, everyone had the exact same response of, well, now we feel old. Ezekiel Tovar, first player, and Kale's going to feel old now, mm-hmm. first player in Rockies history <laughs> to be born after the year 2000. That makes me feel old. We did it. <laughs> we did it. Thanks. I hate it. <laughs> yes. Wouldn't know. Wouldn't know what that's like to have a player uh, who's younger than me. So... Um, someday that'll happen. You know, my luck will run out and I'll say like, oh my gosh, look at this kid. But until then they're, they're all my superiors, yes. uh, age wise, if we're going to run with that bit. So, all right. That kind of gives us an idea. Yeah. Right. 2000, 2001 ish. Maybe he was born. I mean, I'll just give you his birthday. I think you're still going to struggle with this game, but Ooh, he was born okay, August 1st, yeah. 2001. Nope. So he's also the first Rockies player born after George W. Bush was elected. Yes. <laughs> Just barely before 9-11. Yes. Course. Correct. That is All right. not one of the things on this I game. would hope there was not a graphic made of that. It's All right. Not. So it older, not. what is it? Older or younger? All right. So the, uh, we're going to show you things okay. and you're going to tell me if that thing is older or younger than Ezekiel Tovar. Are you ready? I'm closing up my laptop so, you so can't no cheat. one thinks I'm cheating. And again, one of the reasons why you got to be over on the DNVR Sports Channel on <laughs> the YouTube. All let's right, Kale, let's see the first one. The first Harry Potter movie. That's Patrick, is that older or younger than Ezekiel Tovar? Okay, I can remember seeing my first Harry Potter book in 1999. They were already a couple books in at that point, so... Damn, this is super close. Mm-hmm. I am actually going to say after, 
Again, all of these are probably going to be so super you're, close, you're right? You're saying younger. This is, are you saying this is younger than Ezekiel Tovar? No, I'm saying is older. No, I, I don't know what those words mean. Yes, <laughs> Harry Potter the movie is younger. In fact, all of them are yes. younger than Ezekiel Tovar. That was came really, out after he was born. That was a really good guess. It came out only a couple of months after he was born. Let's but go. you are correct. Let's go. Younger. <laughs> I follow. Okay, uh, this Kale, game's great. Also, yeah, Kale did a great job with these graphics. I hope you had fun making these. Now I feel bad because we, we made him feel old and he's, he's crushing it at his job. Well, you know, if we're going to feel old, Kale is going to feel old with us. But with that age comes the experience to make kick-ass now, graphics. Now I know what he's going to be doing on his day off tomorrow. I, I think he's... he's trying to get some life insurance and uh, trying to <laughs> prepare for retirement, you know, because he's an old bastard now. <laughs> All right, Patrick, the Salt Lake City Olympics. Did this happen after Tovar was born or before? Well, the graphics kind of just skewed oh. it. I wasn't <laughs> sure. That's on me. That's on me, everybody. Uh, whoops. Kill botched it. Never mind. I take it back. You did a terrible job with these. Yeah, it's younger. Younger, um, correct. So the Salt Lake City Olympics, February 2002. I think I would have said younger only because I, I would have guessed it. <laughs> I can't believe I put a picture that had 2002 on it. I'm so sorry. If, I swear if the next picture has like a timestamp on it, I'm going to leave the show. Well, I did. She took my glasses off so I don't have the visuals to help me out. No. Be like, wait, whose body? Like when we play uh, Say What? Like, oh, that's clearly Dinger's body. And you're like, oh, no, it's actually fill in the blank with uh, someone who has a Dinger's body. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah, that, that, that all was right. younger. So that would have right. been like in February of, of 2022. Listen, we got we got plenty more. How about the first episode of American Idol? Woof. Younger or older than Ezekiel Tovar? I also have a typo on this one. So my apologies American for just botching Idol. these so, graphics. Yeah, Kale. I, we're all sleep deprived. It's, this is also a teaser. Well, this is a new show from our guy D-Line. Uh, it's called American Idol where people... <laughs> People make up graphics, uh, and he will rate them. And so I'm going to give it – this is pretty good. Uh, all right. So I'm looking – I'm going from Justin on, on the right to Kelly on the <laughs> left. Yeah, I went there. I am actually going to say – I do remember this. I'm going to say it's older. I'm going to say it's older. You're incorrect. Whoa. It's younger. Now this is where it By gets like a trippy. <laughs> no, um, the first American the first episode of American Idol was June eleventh, two thousand two. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I know. All right. Yeah, how about, you got me on that for sure. How about let's take it back to the Boy Meets World season finale. Did this happen before or after Tovar was born? All right. Um, Older or younger. Okay. We see uh, Ben Savage and the actor who plays Mr. Feeney. Who is uh, just known as Mr. Feeney. Yeah. I, we don't need to say what he his doesn't name have is. Another he gets name. enough great publicity. Uh, we all know what it is. But it's Mr. <laughs> Feeney. Now, I'm going to say I tapped out on Boy Meets World for a while, but I watched the first couple seasons mm -hmm. uh, when they had the apartment and everything. It just felt like. Saved by the Bell, you know, college years kind of thing. Oh, okay, interesting. So like, they lost right, you there. They're bringing, they're bringing in one of the Lawrence brothers. I'm like, I'm good. I don't need to see what happens next. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say, I feel really confident. I'm gonna say that this is actually also younger because I feel like Boy Meets World came out circa '98 ish. Had a good probably four, five season run. I feel really. I'm gonna double down and say it's younger. It's older. What? May fifth. 
2000 was the last episode of Boy Meets World. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That, now I'm yeah. in the negative now. Dang. <laughs> it is older. Okay. See, I told how many, you, how many seasons be did tricky. that show last? It was like four or five? I think it, it felt was, like forever, but. It might have been more. Boy Meets World. I'm going to look it up real fast. Uh, Boy Meets World had. Big Van Vader was on an episode, I believe. That Boy Meets World started in 93. Oh. Wow. All right. So seven I was seasons. There's actually seven seasons, 158 episodes. Boy Meets World, yeah, started in 93. September 24th, 93. Yeah. Anniversary's coming up. Yeah. One of the bullies, one of the smaller bullies uh, ended up, I think he was like the bassist for Rilo Kylie. Uh, oh. Jenna Lewis's band. Yeah. I, didn't I listen know that. to a lot of independent music uh, and make references. I like, I'm sure I like a lot Rilo Kylie. Rilo Kylie. Yeah. There you go. It's very rare that I like someone who's not Taylor Swift. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah, he was on that show. Damn, I, I feel bad. I got. Can I redeem myself? Please tell me there's one more. We actually have many more. <laughs> Please tell me there's many more. All there's right, let's many go. Many more. Let's how about to be a speed how round. about Dora the Explorer? That's a show that's been around for a while. Woof. But is it older than Ezekiel Tovar or younger? Yes, I'm going older. You are correct. Thank yes. goodness. I was getting concerned. First episode, August 14th, the year 2000. Ooh, wow. All right. All right. Another cartoon. How about SpongeBob SquarePants? Wow. <laughs> hmm. It does feel like that show has been around for forever. They don't make st- they still don't make new episodes of that, do they? They do. I think they do. Really? Yeah. I, that makes me very happy. It does make sense because I do see a lot of content of like the voiceover actors and like mm-hmm. you know doing stuff like that, and it's surprising how many you go like I actually know them from other things. They're not just strictly voiceover actors. It's Dauber from Coach. AKA, that's the voice of Patrick, is the, the dad from How I Met Your Mother. Oh, I didn't know that. You know, um, Jason Siegel's dad? Yeah. That's the voice of uh, Patrick from SpongeBob. There we go. Tom Kenny does SpongeBob. Mm-hmm. All right, anyway. Um, so, so is it older or younger? Ooh, I feel like you're stalling, Patrick. I'm going to say it is younger. I bet you that came out. Oh. Older. SpongeBob premiered May 1st, 1999. Oh, wow, by a lot. In another millennium. Damn. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know. We got more. You have time to redeem yourself. How about the Department of Homeland Security? Okay. Um, that one's actually <laughs> super easy. <laughs> Thankfully, I'm not like one of those people uh, on uh, jaywalking, which is a reference that sure makes me sound old. That's from Jay Leno's show. <laughs> but any of those people of like you know, interview and they're like people are dumb. Like how many states are there? And they're like twenty seven. You know, A-E-I-O-U. And you're like, what the hell are you on? Yeah, Department of Homeland Security happened after 9-11. So there, we got our 9-11 reference in there uh, in the long run. So yeah, it's definitely younger. It's younger. <laughs> oh my gosh. Take your shoes off in the airport. Younger. Younger. Tovar. Not being able to bring a nail clipper on a plane. Younger. All of these things after 9-11. Okay. Listen, we got a couple more. How about... The world champion Arizona Diamondbacks. Really? Oh, Kale! No, 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 stop, stop. No, 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 no. What do you... Oh, okay, I see, right, because it's 2001. All right, I get it, I get it. Yeah, you can't know. It's 2001. Well, yeah, but we know the World Series is in October, though, Kale. Okay. But I did know. I mean, then again, that's another 9-11, you know, tie-in. I think that was probably the first time the entire world was probably rooting for a New York team or rooting for the Yankees mm-hmm. or rooting for an evil empire. Cause you go, all right, New York should be winning that world series after nine 11. And yet Kurt Schilling and Randy Johnson said, sorry, but like, I mean, we're, we're not just going to give that to you. Uh, and they end up winning it there. 
Mm-hmm. Luis Gonzalez. Younger. Younger. See, gets I a hit off you, of Mariana gave Rivera. A, gave you a softball there. I appreciate that. Nice Thank little you. lob. How about pop sensation Olivia Rodrigo? Is she younger or older than Ezekiel Tovar? All right. She's well, got a lot of songs on the radio. All right. Let's do the math. So Trevor's license came out in 2021. She would have gotten her license at 17. So therefore, do you like that? No, I don't know. <laughs> I was, like, I was actually not being serious. I just, I just That's see your solid logic, though. I really, I was stopping. I was just waiting for one of you two to be like, just say something, just crack up laughing. But I wasn't being serious. Um, yeah, younger. She is younger. She was born February twentieth, two thousand three. Like you like that, huh? Yeah, that was good. But, but you never know with the with the with the license, you know, the age. Yeah. Although, actually, I think that favored me because. Yeah, 16, 17. It was 17 in my state growing up. Mm-hmm. I had to wait. Were you 17? Um, well, I didn't get my... I think it's 16 in Pennsylvania, but I didn't get my license until I was 21 years old. That's a segment for another day. Kale, how yeah. old were you? I was 16 when I got my license, like most people. In this state. Yeah, in Colorado, I should say. Yeah. I mean, I got mine on my birthday when I was 17, but... That was the law. So ah. permit at 16. But here you can only get your permit at like 15 and a half in Colorado. Uh, I think it or depends. It I got my permit like right when I turned 15. But then I was actually, okay. I was 16 and a half when I got my license mm. because I had bad grades. So I wasn't allowed to get what? my license you, you until got in I trouble? had good grades. Yeah. But was that Department of Homeland Security who decided that or your parents? That was my parents. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure. I thought maybe you were a passenger in a, in a car and you brought a nail clipper and more than six ounces of liquid. All right. Oh, do we have any God. more? Kale, do we have two more? We've got one more. Do we we have exactly two more? How about the Cash Me Outside girl from the Dr. Phil show? Danielle Brajoli? All right. um, Bad baby? Yeah, bad baby. Um, Do we not know her name is Danielle Brajoli? We do know. Okay. Um, I think. That sounds right. Useless information there. Uh, Um, But yeah, I mean, she's been pretty famous for this incident for years. But is she older or younger? Then Ezekiel Tovar. I'm glad right. this is the one we're ending on because it's so unhinged. Kish me outside. How about that? Um, all right. So that was at least five years ago. So 17, definitely younger. She is younger. Yes. yes. She was also born in 2003. And that's the game, Patrick. I think you did an okay job. These were pretty tricky, though. I, I came back in the end, I think, a little bit. My it, double down on Boy Meets World, I think, really screwed it me It was up. really embarrassing. I was, <laughs> I was pretty uh, embarrassed for you. <laughs> oh, boy. Speaking of embarrassing, I'm going to hopefully be able to speak a little bit more eloquently tomorrow uh, for Drew Goodman's mm-hmm. show there. Uh, 11, 11.30-ish, we'll do that. And we'll be down at the ballpark. I think you're going to be elsewhere for the start of the game, I think, at least, right? I'm going to be at Breck Brew. And that wasn't the thing that we were teasing. That wasn't even what we were teasing. That's just an added bonus. There's even more than just you. I will be there, but I'm not the surprise guest. There is a huge surprise guest. There's like a real, you know, like lord of a guest that might be showing up. That sounds, that's a good way to put it. A lord of a guest. Lord of like the just Rings. Huge. Just huge. Just huge. Wow. I'll drink to that. <laughs> oh, interesting. Very wow. interesting. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Friday's going to be fun. And also, I cannot say this enough. Friday night is the fireworks game at Coors Field. They're waiting for Tovar's debut. Oh, that, that, now all it all right, makes real, sense. Real quick, now it all makes real sense. Real quick. 
Best ending to the game on Friday night. Kale, how would you script it? A walk-off Tovar home run to uh, lead us into the fireworks, obviously. Okay, I was going to go around the room, but Kale, that is the right answer. That we there is not that. a better answer. <laughs> I talk. love that, Kale. Kale is vibing on the Tovar. He's vibing. It, it's going to be Tovar Day, Firework Day on Friday. It's going to be fantastic. Get tickets over at game time. Mm-hmm. Uh, super cheap, below face value. Can't beat that. Uh, you can't beat our coverage on Twitter at DNVR underscore Rockies. At Patrick D. Lyons is where I'm at on Twitter. And at Kale Sorbo is where super producer Kale Sorbo is at on Twitter. Yes. And I am at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. Hey, you know what they say about momentum. What it's only good as your next show. <laughs> so I'll talk to you tomorrow.